Hey, Justin Leon, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, brother. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, I've been awake longer than I than I uh, care for. I got up at like 7:30 this morning. Couldn't go back to sleep, but uh, I'm doing good, man. Boy, that sounds like a problem I would hate to have. What's that? Oh, yeah. Not they, being able to stay asleep. I have a problem going to sleep, but once I get there, oh, I'm good. What are you doing up at 7.30? What are you going to do? Uh, I didn't really do shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just woke up and didn't go back to bed. Um, so what did you do at 7.30? What, you just laid in the bed, just there to see what? Um, well, I mean, I did a few things, but I have a gift, Justin. I can... I can waste hours and and not even really have any recollection of, of what happened. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like I don't drink anymore, but I'm still in a constant blackout. Like I just I don't I don't know, I don't I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, but that's a, that's a gift, man. Like but, you know, people don't realize uh, how much time we have to waste. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but, yeah, the But I did get uh, uh, a Rocky shirt in the mail this morning that made me happy. It says uh, Mighty Mick. Was Mac. it the Mick one? Is it? Yeah, the Mighty Mick. I saw that. I saw that uh, picture you put online of you with the, with the what, what's it say on the, on the front of the shirt? It says, uh, you're going to eat lightning and you're going to crap thunder. <laughs> I wish it had on there. Uh, but you- we're gonna have to put you in a cage, kid. <laughs> Did you? Uh, you said you you had a a good week with Aerie Spears this week. Y'all bonded over Rocky. I did. Let me close this window. Okay. Sorry about that. Yes, uh, I I took a feature week and uh, it was good on a lot of levels because uh, I hadn't I hadn't taken a feature week this whole year. And, uh, um, it, it was, it was good on a lot of levels because one, I forgot how much fun it is to feature. It's, I mean, as far as like it just being, it's so easy. Like they take, yeah, no pressure. they're telling no pressure me to do 22 minutes and it was like, I was saying hello and you know, I did yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> it was so fast and, uh. I headlined the Thursday show, and that was good, except it was the first show that I had done since the election, and uh, and maybe it was me worrying about how the crowd was going to react to certain things, like, you know, my big fear with being, uh, with being a white guy and having a bit of an accent and saying some of the stuff I do about race and all that, my fear was that people were going to be like, Oh, he thinks it's okay now because Trump got in the White House, so now he can be this, you know. And they would misinterpret the stuff I was saying as just being racist or, or like now I think it's okay, you know. Which, um, so so I I had a good show, but some some dude came up to me afterwards, and uh, it may not even have been true, but it was this white dude, and he was like, he was like, yeah, some black guy got mad at some of the stuff you're saying, and he walked out. And, uh, I didn't even know whether to believe him because every other black person was coming up to me and telling me how funny they thought I was and what a good show, how much fun they had and all this stuff. And then when, when, when they would go away, then he would start talking shit again. Um, 
about how uh, about how black people are getting pissed off and all that. I'm like, well, all these people keep coming up to me <laughs> saying nice things. I I don't think they're that mad about about anything. He's like, well, they know you're a Trump supporter, and I go, well. No, they don't, because I'm not. I didn't vote for Donald Trump. I didn't vote for Clinton either. I didn't have to. I live in California, and I tried to explain that to his dumb ass, and, and <laughs> he just kept... You talk to dumb people so much. You, 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 you allow dumb people in your bubble. It's because and, I'm too polite and, to tell them to get the fuck away from me most of the time, and, and I try to... You need to get over that shit. <laughs> you need to look a motherfucker right in the face and say, leave me the fuck alone. You know what? It doesn't really matter one way or another, uh, especially for what we do. You know that we're not going to make everybody happy, and we we have this issue where you know we get fucked up. You have a thousand people say you how funny you are, and when one person says ah, they didn't like it, then we hate that person, and it makes us feel bad. Say you did have one black guy walk out, which I doubt that was true. Sounds like you just had a, a Trump supporter that wanted to have somebody on his team and wanted to be able to talk shit out loud, wanted you to say something negative about black folks or about people who didn't vote for Donald Trump, and he just wanted to have you on his team. Uh, but even if somebody did walk out, so what? Fuck them. Yeah. You don't know what's going on in that person's head and what they're dealing with and why something triggers something. You know, I used to do a joke about a big girl. You remember the big girl bit I used to do a long time ago? Of course. And, uh, and somebody... I remember I was in uh, Columbia, Deja Vu, years ago, and uh, I did the joke and the poem and the whole bit, great response from the crowd, and then this chick comes over to me after the show and goes, you know, I find it really offensive, that joke you did about overweight people, and I just found it really offensive, and I didn't didn't appreciate it, and she, she was doing that just for a fat friend that was there. She was one of her girlfriends in the group. She wasn't fat herself, but the girl was uh, overweight, and and she was trying to be all defensive of her, of her girlfriend. And her fucking fat friend loved it. She thought it was hilarious. She tried to fuck me, by the way, on top of everything else. And so, and so you know, people just want to pick and choose when they want to be offended. And and now we're we're at a stage. You know, I haven't been on stage in a minute, but now we're. We're at this point in the country where people feel it's okay to feel offended by everything and to tell you they're offended by everything. And you know what? You, that's fine. You can be offended, but keep your ass out of the comedy club. If, yeah. if I'm an atheist, I don't go to church. If I'm a if I'm a, a, a teetotaler, I don't go to the bars. Just don't go where you don't want to be offended. I mean, it's a comedy club. What do you expect? What are you trying to see? What are you... If you just want some some straight comedy with no cussing and no offensive talk, go see go see Bill Cosby and see if he roofies you. You know, <laughs> make your make your own choice. Well, I was reminded. Don't, don't come to. Mo- I, I'm sorry. I was I, I was just I was reminded uh, really fast though of how um, unfounded my worries were because especially as the and that was Thursday, so the crowd wasn't as good. But then. Then on the weekend, I was uh, featuring for Aries, and uh, um, to go back to what you were saying, I have never, in my 18 years in January, had um, like a black person come up to me saying something, saying they were offended by something. Like you said, it, had al- it has always been 
uh, a white person telling me I shouldn't say this or that. And I'm like, well, fuck you. <laughs> you don't... I, I sure wish all these self-righteous white folks would get together and, and, and start saying some shit about some stuff that really matters. Let's not worry about somebody who is, who is, who is the most non-racist person I've ever met in my life who stands on stage and brings entertainment. Let's not worry about him and what he's doing for 45 minutes a night. What's really going on in this country and bigger problems that minorities and, and, and people of different sexual orientations and, 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 and aliens trying to spend time in this country and trying to be a part of this. Let's, let's, let's fight about that. Let's, let, let me hear your voice about that. If you're just going around trolling comedy clubs, you're a piece of shit. I'm, I, I, you know, you can't. We, we, it's hard, but we cannot let these idiots that don't have a clue about real life come in our world and affect our well-being. Because that's what it does. They don't even realize. They come and, and, and put a little bit of shit on your on your plate and then walk away. And now you're sitting there smelling it for the rest of the night. Fuck the, these people. The media needs to do their job. They need to catch a damn serial killer is what they need to do. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. I mean right. I've, I've been watching right. that, that that thing, the killing season about serial killers, and uh, which have always fascinated me. I think everybody's fascinated by it a little bit. And uh, um, gosh dang it, I lost my point. My my train of thought with serial killers. Oh, last night I was watching it, and I was thinking, why don't they focus some attention on this shit instead of Kanye West and all this other crap? You know that that I, I see so many uh, journalists on like Facebook giving their opinion, like pro Trump or pro Clinton or or whoever, and it's like I, I just want to go. Who the fuck do you think you are? You're you're just a you're just an actor and, or a, a, you're, you work for right. Sports Center, right? You know, I mean, who do right. you, you know? The whole thing. Like, I give two shits that Lady Gaga is wearing a shirt that says, I'm still with her. This bitch wore a meat dress once. I give a fuck <laughs> what her political views are. <laughs> the meat dress bitch, I'm worried about her political views. She, okay. wore, she wore a meat right. dress? Uh, you know, I think it was her. It was one of them nut jobs that wore a dress with, it was all meat. I'll have to Google that before you put it on the air. I don't want to sound like a complete idiot, but I think it was Lady Gaga. But remember what Harry was somebody just like. I think I think you're probably right. Like, that that sounds like like something uh, she would do. But back to the week and uh, and, and Rocky because I wanted to talk about this. Um, uh, Ari Spears is a uh, a guarded kind of guy. Like he doesn't talk a lot, and he's got kind of reputation uh, for for this and that. And uh, right. Um, but I tell you what, we started talking a little bit. I, 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 he said something in his act about Rocky, and I brought it up afterwards. And his, it, he went from being like a quiet. Um, I mean, he it wasn't a jerk or anything all week. He just been real quiet. And then when I started talking about Rocky, his face lit up like a like a child. And <laughs> and, yeah. we, and we started talking about that. And uh, and and it, was, it was he doing impressions? He, he was doing impressions, and and I would bring stuff up. Um, you know about like the scene with uh, he brought up the scene in in Rocky Two where Adrian's in bed and she's like, "There's one thing I want you to do for me, win." And I was like, "Dude, that was on my groom's cake." And I showed him the picture, and he was like, <laughs> and, "And then he was like, holy shit! Like this guy's not just bullshitting me. He's you know." And I was like, "Dude, I know every line of every movie." And 
and, and I had a great time because it was a real mixed crowd, you know. Um, right. Probably a little more black folks than white, and uh, I don't know how many black people came up to me and said, "How do you know us so well?" And by the end of the week, I was like, "By the end of the week, I was like, I need to get a DNA test. I need to do one of them swabs and find out <laughs> just how black I am because." <laughs> Yeah, you you probably be surprised that you might piss off some family members, so you might just want to stay away from the DNA. Fuck, any family member I piss it. off can fuck off, because I want to find out. I, I I think, I mean... Don't do it, because do if you do it and you come back with any black DNA, your father's going to be walking around in a dashiki and a fubu hat hat talking about I'm black now. <laughs> talking about his struggle. <laughs> For anybody uh, listening who doesn't know what we're talking about, my dad, um, he... I think we talked about your pops in the last... I think we did about the choker. Yeah, he, about his choker and all that. Yeah. But he, he thought... Uh-huh. He, he really embraces Indian heritage, so you're probably right. If I... Uh, <laughs> if, if he, he, he'd, he'd show up in a, in a damn Jamaican hat or some shit and... And, uh, come, in, come in playing Jay-Z loud. Grow his hair out in the dreadlocks. The first, time, the first time your father says, what's up, nigga, to me, I'm going to punch him in the mouth, just so you know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't real tight with my daddy if somebody's listening who uh, is not has, hasn't figured that out. Um... <clears throat> But I, I don't I don't know if uh, I don't know if you'll ever see him again. But anyway, um, uh, so I do want to see how black I am, and uh, and uh, I'd like to find that out too. I, I would. I, I, really I, the MC and I were talking, and uh, he was like, "Man, how do you?" He was like, "You know some things," and I was like, "I was like, dude, I don't know how to explain this to you, but for whatever reason." I have always bonded with black folks and understood. We seem to just kind of understand each other. I don't know if it's, um, I don't know. Well, if it's, it's part. It's part because of your upbringing. It's part because you you didn't grow up with a silver spoon. You grew up difficult. You had to. You had to struggle. You have been. You have been put upon. Uh, you are not one. Of, I. I don't. When I talk about white privilege, you're not one of the people I think about. I don't think of you as being a white privileged guy. I think you're just a guy who who came up with a hard hard life and had some some family issues and and you had to uh, live in some hard places and do some hard things. So yeah, you've been looked down upon in in certain places in your life where you had to overcome stuff that did not was nothing of your doing, nothing that you caused, but just came because you were born in, in the situation you were born in. And that's what it feels like to be black sometimes, for somebody to denigrate you and look down upon you and think less of you just because of the color of your skin. Something that you have no control of. I wouldn't change it even if I could, but something that you have no control of and somebody hates you for that, that is a burden to bear and it keeps you on guard. People wonder why black folks are a certain way. It's because it's been hundreds of years of this feeling like I don't know who it is that is out to get me and for what and just because the color of my skin so scary about the Trump revolution and and some of its supporters you know they got this whole thing now where 
they showed this neo-Nazi alt-right, like they want to call it now, who's, who was who was doing the hell Hitler salute at the end of their meeting. These these look like regular fucking people. This is these are regular everyday Joe and Marys walking around, and they hate us, minorities, uh, Jews. Uh, Mexicans, lesbians, gays, transgenders, they hate these people because of something that is naturally who they are. So when you feel that, and you don't know it, when you're walking around every day, who might be out to get you? Whether they have a badge, whether they're a judge, whether they're a fucking, whether they're a cook in a restaurant. You don't know who's spitting in your food. You don't know who, just because of something you have no control about. If you hate me because we've had a conversation and I told you to go fuck yourself, then that's fine. I, I, I earned that hate. But if you just hate me because of how, look, man, that makes it difficult. So that pressure and that feeling, you've dealt with that. You've dealt with the feeling of somebody dislikes me from where I come from, what my people do, who my father is, who my mother is, who my brother is. They just hate me on that without knowing me. And that, that bonds you with a certain group of people and, and when they hear you talk, they can hear it in your heart. That's because you're honest on stage, too. If you were up there bullshitting, then then people would see that, but they see your honesty. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I go for, and that's what I was telling uh, the MC. I was, like, I was like, you don't even always have to be real funny with a black audience so much as you just have to be honest. Like, they know when you're bullshitting yep. them or when you're trying to, like, act like you're, um, like you understand them or some shit, you know, <laughs> you know, like when you're right. just up there right. doing that, that white guy, um, trying to, you know, they, they just, I don't, I don't know what it is, but it, it's, it's honesty is very important and, uh, nationwide. I mean, I, I've done black audiences from New York to LA and everywhere in between and, and black folks are pretty, pretty, uh, consistent about what they think's funny and what you shouldn't bring up ever. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Unless you're right. real goddamn funny. And, uh... More famous. Yeah. Um, and, and even that, I've seen some, some big names get turned out in a, in a black crowd. Yeah. You go the wrong route, and you can lose them. Hell, I've lost black crowds before. Yeah. And 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 if 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 you do, it can be, it can go from being oh this is the best show I've ever done to oh my god how much longer, <laughs> right right, <laughs> am I gonna get stared at? Being, being at the hotel before the club has emptied out, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> A lot of times in my mind, I'm already back at the hotel. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I I, I have I have went past mile markers in my head while I'm on stage with 30 minutes left going, I'm that much closer to home because I'm leaving out of this place. Don't give me the money before before shows start because I am walking off the stage and out the door. Yeah, I, I still I still love actually being up there on stage and all that, but uh, I, I do understand a little more as I go along all the other parts of it that become a pain in the ass. Like you start, like I used to love hotels and now I miss my bed and, and, and all that. And I really, I don't think I want to be famous. And maybe I'm just saying that cause I'm not, but man, I just don't think I give a shit 
this lady, lady, a producer from America's Got Talent, got a hold of me uh, a few days ago and uh, <clears throat> saying that she liked my stuff and wants me to be on there. And um, not necessarily that I'm on the show if I want to be, but she wants me to send them my stuff and blah blah blah. And and I actually I actually spoke to her on the phone and she seemed like a nice lady and everything, but. I don't know that I feel like going out there for 90 seconds and, and letting them judge my 18 years in 90 seconds. And and it could either go great or it could be bad. Or a lot, And a lot of times, all they want is a story. They don't give a fuck how funny you are or any of that. It ain't got nothing to do with it. It's do you have a disability or do you have something bad in your past that you got over or... You know, and I'm not trying to sound bitter about it. It's just, it's just a fact. I mean, when they want you to be on a show like Last Comic Standing... They're not necessarily look. The first thing they want you to fill out is something interesting about yourself. You know, why the fuck do you care about that? Just let me do my thing. No, we have to construct a story so we can make you palatable to the, you know, the fucking masses or whatever. Oh, and we're gonna ask you to change a few words in your thing for your ninety seconds, and hopefully that'll be the best representation of you. Well, I don't know that I give a shit about doing that. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's an interesting dynamic it's uh it's it's what do you really want i was watching um this thing on netflix called uh died too soon and they go over certain celebrities who died early heath ledger philip seymour hoffman john belushi and i was watching the belushi one and he was doing an interview uh i can't remember who was doing the interview it was him and uh dan Aykroyd were doing an interview and uh, and the interviewer said to John Belushi, so uh, what's it like being a, a superstar? He goes, I hate it. He goes, I hate it. He goes, I'm a freak. He said, I can't go anywhere without people staring at me and looking at me. And it's just, it's, he goes, I hate it. And, and Dan Aykroyd was trying to clean it up. He was like, oh, come on now. It's, it's like running for, for office or something. It's not that big of a deal. And, and Belushi was like, no, no, I hate it. I hate it. And you could see the pain when he was being honest about what it feels like to be a celebrity. And, you know, it, I, I'm sure it has its benefits. I'm sure it's a, there's a part of it that's just fantastic. Uh, money's no, no object. You get to see things and go places and travel and do some stuff. But the truth of it is, when it's all said and done, you're, you're done. And, and it's like it's like going from from first from first class to coach. If you ain't never been in first class, then then you don't you don't really give a shit on on anything that's up there. But when you've been there and you traveled it, then you go back to coach. You're like, fuck, that was great. What if you can't get back there? All these superstars that have these moments. You know, I watch movies all the time, old movies, and I and I. And I'll see somebody who was the star of the movie, just a major star in this one movie, and then nothing ever again. They were done. Yeah. How how does that feel? How does that have to feel that you're always chasing that? There's so many people in TV and movies that you have no idea who they are. They're, they're just, they are on TV. They are on this show. They are on this major show that's on right now. You go back to The Wire. The Wire is one of the greatest shows ever. I need to start watching it. I, I I keep telling myself I need to start watching it. It's great. Oh my god! Yeah, if you've okay. never seen The Wire, you need to you need to you need to get into it. It's it's just it's one of the greatest TV shows in history. And and but there's actors in there that were on the top rated show 
10 years ago, they haven't acted since. You know, it's just, it's all seasonal. It's all for now. And, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't tell you to turn down America's Got Talent just because it's, it's a TV credit. And no matter what happens, it's like my boy Dave Landau. You know, he was on Last Comic Standing and then uh, had that run-in with Roseanne Barr. And uh, she just kind of shit on him on national TV. And he turns it into gold. He's got a great bit about it. He's, he's, he's you know, got more notoriety from from the, the conflict with him and Roseanne than he would have got if he won the whole damn thing. Yeah. Well, uh... So, I mean... You know, just, if, if, but, but the other part is, you're partly crazy. So, this, the stress that's going to ensue for you for that 90 seconds is going to be a heavy burden to deal with, too. So, you have to make a decision on whether or not that's something you really want to do and deal with the burden that comes with it that's going to go through your mind and, and be prepared to be judged. I, I'm a comment reader. And I try hard not to. I, 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 I don't allow comments on most of my videos. I won't allow, I, I just rather not have it just because all it takes is one person to go, eh, I didn't think it was funny. And then I'm Googling that person. I'm looking up email addresses. I'm trying to find out who the fuck they are. I want to go to their house and piss on their front door, see if they got any ugly kids, go to their school, talk about their mama to the kids at the school, burn down the fucking lunchroom. You know, that's, so I can't do that. What but you gotta do is make up. A, what you gotta do is make up a uh, a, a, a fake uh, email account, and then you can <laughs> you can just be some fan defending yourself. <laughs> yeah, if I, not that I've if ever. If I had that much, if I, if I had <laughs> if I had that much energy, I'd be famous. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, they, they, those YouTube comments, man, they can just flat out be mean. I mean, they said they said some shit about me that I'm just like, damn, damn, <laughs> like, like, just, I mean, some mean shit. And like, like you said, if there's 20 good comments, and like, I've got a video up that's got 123,000 views, it's got 650 likes and seven dislikes, and. What do you think I think about? I'm like, who are these seven motherfuckers who don't like this? What's wrong with that? <laughs> you know, and the percentage right. on that is like 99.6% people liked it. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I try to... And you looking for that 0.4%. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so, so that's what I'm saying. Okay, so now, now multiply that times 10, and now you got 70 comments you're going to have to look at with somebody judging you negatively, and it just ups your chances of dealing with more fucked up people. But maybe, and maybe on the other hand, I don't know, I don't know what it's like to be those people, but maybe on the other hand, you just get so numb to it that it doesn't affect you anymore. You know, there's a commercial out right now, a Nike commercial, and Carmelo Anthony is walking past two kids that are coming from Foot Locker, and he's like, oh, you went to Foot Locker a week, whatever it is. And uh, week of champions, I think it is. And uh, and the kid's like, "Are you going, Carmelo?" And he's like, "Yeah, but I'm gonna wait." And he goes, and the kid's like, "Well, you shouldn't wait too long, man. You're not a champion." He goes, "What are you talking about? I'm a nine-time all-star." And the guy's like, "Well, that's more of a popularity contest, don't you think?" He goes, "I won a, a national championship in college." He goes, "Well, that don't count." He goes, "I, I, I won Olympic gold." He goes, "Like, yeah, but it's still not the same." And then Carmelo's 
guys do a lot of commenting on the internet, don't you? And they go, yeah. He goes, yeah, I could tell. And he walks away. So, you know, there's going to be trolls. There's life trolls. That's what they do. They just walk around and, and shit on everybody else because they don't, they're not happy with their life and they don't want to see it. It's like, shit, even with Kanye, you know, it's a fucked up crazy dude, but I can put every Kanye CD in my music, in my car and ride out from here to California and not fast forward, not skip, not jump. He's a talented dude. He's an excellent musician. People shit on him because he's fucking crazy. But he is literally crazy. There is something wrong with him. Yeah, and told everybody he's crazy. <clears throat> and now we're making fun of him because he's sick. Because he is a celebrity and he put himself out there so hard that now he has no choice but to accept that nobody gives a shit about your real problems when you've made this persona. You can't be, you know, Kim Kardashian got robbed in, in, in Paris and kidnapped for a, a couple hours and they, they tied her up and took her. Everybody said, ah, ha, 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 ha. Somebody stole $5 million worth of jewelry from now, if that was anybody in our family or somebody that we cared about, that would be a horrible thing. We would all be just miserable about it. What, but because what, what we seen somebody, her ass. Somebody locked up Kim Kardashian and stole her shit? Yeah, a couple months ago. She got, somebody broke in, they tied her up, stole a ring that was worth $2 million and some other jewelry and some bullshit. That's why she's been off the internet recently because she got she was freaked out about it. It freaked her the fuck out. Somehow or another they got past her security and they robbed her ass. How and the hell? So she's all jacked up. How the hell are you gonna have a two million dollar ring? I mean dude, that's just dude. the dumbest that, shit I've ever you, heard you, in my you life. Begging, you are begging to get robbed. You are begging to get robbed. You are begging to get robbed. There is not a time in this world where somebody won't go. It's worth more to me to try to get that than it is not to try to get it. And you don't get God. Yeah. I bet you, I bet you the bitch won't be walking around with a $2 million ring no more. Well, I it, bet you that's done. And a ring can only be so sparkly. I mean, goddamn. I, I, I bought... Because it, it, it ain't about the look. It's about the thing. It's like I, I, was, I saw the other day... Uh, me and EJ went to uh, Mod. It's this pizza place. Really good pizza. Shout out to Mod. And uh, sitting next to this chick and this dude at the table. And everything about her was busted. Her shoes, her clothes, her face. She looked like she was hungover. Just busted. But she had a bomb-ass purse. Some $500 purse. Now, if you decide that I want to buy this bomb-ass purse, but everything about everything else about me is shit. It ain't about the purse. You can only carry so much shit. You can carry all that same shit in a trash bag. It's about what you're representing. It's about the name brand that, that other women will look at that purse and go, oh, that, that's an expensive purse. Yeah, that's nice. Not seeing that the bitch got on less shoes and holes in her sweatpants and, 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 and have better hair in two months, but that's, the thing. It's like that big ass diamond ring. It ain't about the ring. It's about look what I got and what you ain't got. My life is better than yours because I got this big ass ring. And some people, that's where their value is. If that's what your value is, then that's what you do. You stupid shit. Man, I, I, I am I am a uh, uh, a goodwill salvation army. I'll go into a spot because it's hard for me to find clothes my anyway, so I'll go 
slumming in the in the goodwill and find a bomb ass jacket and throw on some clean shoes and, and, and get thousands of compliments. Man, that jacket is bomb. Where did you get that? Motherfucker, I got it for five dollars on third with the blue tag at Goodwill. And I know it looks good because I represent it. It ain't about what it is. It's about how you carry yourself. And people who can't carry themselves for, for shit need other stuff to make them feel better. You got to cover it up. You got to hide underneath it. That's all big-ass diamonds are. It's just to hide underneath what's really... How insecure and scarred must fucking Kim Kardashian be? We won't find out about it for years. But that bitch is crazy. You can't tell me she ain't crazy. I've seen her fucking. Now, if I've seen you fucking and, and I ain't fucked you, then you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, that whole family, I mean, there's already been hacky jokes going around about it, but it's true. I mean, what have they done to the men in that family? I mean... <laughs> right, right. I posted one of those things. It was a picture of, uh, uh, who was it? I think it was, uh, was it Chappelle? Kevin Hart, and it said, yeah, you know... Yeah, 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 it was funny as hell. Turn, turn, turn Rob into an alcoholic, turn... Bruce into a a woman turned Lamar into a crackhead. Can't wait to see what they do to Kanye. I mean, you just can't just know there's more to it. There's just more to it. I mean, and they show it to you. They're not afraid to show it to you. And so, you know, when you see it and it's real, you got to believe it. There's benefits to Kanye got to got to sleep with Kim Kardashian, big booty, fake tits, all that good stuff. Yeah, I bet you. I bet you it's wonderful. But I bet you the other shit that comes with it. I think the brother just didn't want to go Thanksgiving with all them motherfuckers, and he just said, you know what, I'm crazy. I can't sleep. Ah, give it to the hospital. <laughs> you don't have to show up tomorrow. Yeah, celebrities getting get, going to the hospital for exhaustion. I mean, to be fair, I guess I've never been on that kind of schedule, but it just sounds so... It just sounds oh, that ain't never what it is. It exhaustion so is just... Cold, cold, it's cold word for messed out. His 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 drugs, the balance got fucked up. He drank too much on the wrong pills, and then he started talking crazy at a concert. One of his handlers said, "We might need to let this boy sleep this off for a couple of days," and so that's what they're doing. Yeah, fucking OJ. He's the reason them, them bitches got famous in the first place. <clears throat> oh yeah, oh yeah. Killing what's her name? If he so had never ki- if he had never killed uh, Nicole, uh, do you think do you think we would ever heard of the Kardashians? No, I mean I know uh, she, I know because, she's Ray J. Or well, whatever. well, tri- but it's but it's even more than that. It's even deeper than that with the OJ because OJ created monster celebrity where you can be a celebrity for doing bad and it not suck up your brand. See, OJ fucked up on more than one way. If OJ would have just disappeared and went to an island for ten years and then came back. OJ could have been a superstar again. But the problem was, then the one would see OJ's big ass walking around playing golf and talking about if I did it and all this bullshit. If he would have just disappeared and came back, OJ could have, he could have, he could have rebuilt his entire brand. Uh, and so during that whole thing, court TV, that was where all that originated. The whole chasing, uh, we, we weren't watching high-speed chase with the police on the news before OJ. We weren't in the courtroom before OJ. He changed everything about how the media does things because they, there used to be a time, in the, in the movie X, Malcolm X, uh, Denzel Washington, Spike Lee movie, should have won an Oscar, didn't because it was too black. 
in the movie, there's a point where uh, Malcolm X is talking to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and at one point, Elijah pours a glass of water, and he pours ink into a second glass of water. He said, if you hand this dirty water to a man who's thirsty, he'll drink it. But if you give him the choice between this clear water and this dirty water, he'll take the clean water every time. But what happened was the media found out that people would eat and drink dirty water. And so they keep pouring it out there, and they go, well, this is easier than finding clean stuff, because clean is too hard. That's why they don't put good stories on the news. Every now and again, some news stations will put one little blurb. And, and then today, Billy, a third grader, gave his lunch to a homeless person. Way to go, Billy. But yeah, all the somehow, rest of miraculously, it, it got caught on tape. Those videos are so full of shit. Right. They drive me nuts, man. Right. I'm like, I'm, like, right. I'm not saying right. you shouldn't help homeless people and all that shit, but these videos that are made but up... But you shouldn't. Ugh. Yes, you shouldn't have to... Uh, what? Oh, you're such a great person that you gave this homeless man some money, but you had to videotape it and put it on YouTube so everybody can see what a great person you are. Hey, go fuck yourself. Uh, and people that do stuff just, and they, we never know, those are the people that are just... Not this stuff putting it online and uh, it's one thing if somebody catches something on a on a sly or something. But people are just they're they're just doing this to make himself feel good. It, it, yeah, I, I I just don't I don't get no benefit out of that. It, it's it, just ridiculous. It, they just need to stop focusing on all these idiots. You know, like like if some dipshit writes writes uh, Heil Trump and make America Great Again, whatever the fuck racist shit they write on there. Um, some of it, the way it's worded, I'm like, I wonder if that was, I wonder if that one was written by somebody who's, who's, uh, who's anti-Trump. Like, and, and, but it doesn't matter. My point is, like, they, they, there'll be like nine million views of something that was desecrated or, or this or that or some moron spouting off some shit. I'm like, you would never pay attention to this person on any level about anything else. But when they start talking about racism, then we then they focus all this attention on them. Or when they start saying some really evil shit, then they then you know it's like just just let them go be ignorant. By Why themselves. do they need the attention? That's the same. That's the, that. I've seen that same video you're talking about, and I watched it for a second. And the truth is, they was like, and two hundred people were there, and I watched the video. And maybe 15 of them did that Heil Hitler salute. There were people walking out on them and, and, and going, ah, this ain't what I thought this was going to be. So you take these this small number of group of people and make them seem like a revolution has kicked off. Yes. Because some fuck in a room somewhere got a videotape and it made it look like it was a full house and the, 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 the war is kicking off. There's some fucking bubbas in a, in a fucking Marriott conference room that don't mean anything. And if you are using who got elected to to think now it's okay to be a racist, guess what? You were a piece of shit way before anyone got elected. You know what I mean? Um, so these people that are acting like now that's going to be okay on, on both sides, you, you're just wrong. It, it's, it's up to us, you know, ultimately, right. whether we do that shit right. or not, or whether we... You know, I've got a cousin who's talking about how Trump's going to be the new Hitler. And I'm like, only if we let him be, you know. And, right, and, and right, I don't, right. As much of an idiot as he is and all that, I, I don't see him, like, wanting to gas six million Muslims and shit like that. You know, it's just like, let's just... Uh. But, see, that's, and that, but see, that's the scary part about it, because 
he might not want to, but some of these, some of his followers do. Now that's where the issues come up. It's it's not Trump. Trump wasn't my issue. It was the people who think that Trump is their answer, and they need an outlet. That's why I said before I'm glad he won because those people were looking to explode, and it would have been worse than it's going to be, and it's not going to be good. But it would have been worse if those fucks would have had a chip on their shoulder and 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 would have tried to express how they were feeling through bullets and riots and race wars and all that kind of stuff. We're still going to have our shit, but most of these fucking rural redneck fucks aren't going to do shit. They're going to go back to their little farm, fuck their cows, and go on about their life. This, it's just not, it's, they, they're not going to affect, it's the bigger issues, the issues for the LGBTQ community, the issues for, uh, for minorities trying to get in, illegals trying to uh, stay in this country and try to help this country. That's where the major issues for for the Supreme Court, what women's rights are going to... Man, women are fucked. They are yeah. fucked. Yeah, the Supreme and, Court and, thing and, is, is big. All of, all of their rights are going to be washed away if the Supreme Court goes that way and, and they try to change some stuff. But, I, you know, it's, it's just a matter of getting through it, though, as well, because we're going to spend so much time with confusion... We got to figure out where this fuck's going to live. He don't want to live in the White House. He wants to still live in his house. He's not going to give up his connections with his businesses. He still wants to make his money. He wants to make his brand. This is not, he is not taking the presidency seriously, but he doesn't have to because he's a figurehead. And if he just puts people around who was on Trump, Team Trump, and that's what he's going to do, just put everybody, if you didn't say nothing bad about me on Twitter, you get a, you get a cabinet post. And so all of those fucks are the dangerous ones that are just going to, and it's just going to, it's going to clog the political system for the next four years, and and then we'll do it all again, and, and he won't get back in office. He'll be a one-term president, because he won't want to, he doesn't want this job. Like like you said before, you ain't going to be 70 years old and decide that's when you want to work hard for the first time in your life. It just doesn't happen. And after four years of this, you, you we all remember what every president has looked like from the day they started to the day they finished. And it's a rough fucking job. Oh, he is not the he, same he, person. He doesn't look good now. What's he going to look like in four years? Right, right. What's he going to look like after four years of the presidency, uh, pressures of being the president of the United States? He's going to look like death warmed over. If he survives. If he survives. Yeah. And, and then we'll have Mike Pence and we can all just run for the hills then because then we're doomed. Yeah. What, uh... We're at forty three minutes. What uh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving, buddy? I'm gonna spend some time with EJ's family this year. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna be able to get to my siblings or anybody this year, and and I don't even know if I if I was emotionally could handle seeing my people yeah. this year without mom being there. So yeah. it's all good. Uh, EJ's uncle and aunt, really nice people, uh, have a have a, a beautiful home and, and her EJ's father's side of the family all gathers for Thanksgiving and uh, it's a really good time and they're real good people so I'm looking forward to, to spending time with family and on her side and doing some eating and some drinking and some football watching so what about you what you doing for Thanksgiving bro um, we're gonna go down to the Laugh Factory in Hollywood tomorrow and uh, and do the the homeless thing they feed the homeless every year on Thanksgiving and Christmas they do like 
three different sessions and we're going to go to the one o'clock session and then go to her parents afterwards and uh, then I'm going to come home. Well, that's awfully white of you. <laughs> you should you make sure you videotape it. Yeah. Put it online so people can see what a good person you are for, person for helping I out am. the homeless on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And yeah. 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 I, I like but make it look like it's a, a secret video. Have Casey over in a corner somewhere videotaping from a corner so it doesn't look like you meant to videotape it so it makes it look like you're all just generous and, and not, not videotaping it. Yeah, we'll slip in there that I had to walk 30 miles one way just to do it, but I was willing to because I just feel so strongly about it. and some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, you put all that in there, edit that in, that, that'll get you some views. And there's your story for America's Got Talent. Tim Gaither feeds the homeless every Thanksgiving. <laughs> for, screw the fact that two other comics do it too but Tim Gaither's the one we're gonna <laughs> no, no 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 that's about you no it's, it's, it's the Tim Gaither turkey giveaway but then uh, I'm gonna come home after that and we got a we got a 60 inch TV and we mounted it and uh, wrestling season is here dude and I love wrestling and there's so much to watch and uh, I don't have expensive tastes but I really dig this TV and uh, yeah. that's awesome yeah. that's awesome yeah, man. Good, good, so good. it's gonna be low key, but uh, um, it's gonna be good. And uh, um, you know, have you been trying to knock that girl up, man? Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're it, it's it's gonna happen. You'll 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 be the first to know. Okay, well, I, well I'm in the top three. I mean, there's you. Both of you guys got to know, and then I can be the first to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, you got anything you want to? Uh, I'm, and then I'm going to uh, next week. I'm going to to uh, Looney's in Colorado Springs. It's my first time there. Um, starting next oh, Thursday. Nice. Right. So if anybody's in that area, are you are you are you headlining? Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. nice. Yeah, all, all I've all I've done this year is headline, except that week I did last week, and uh, it did make me appreciate uh, headlining. It, it's it's uh, it's so much more fulfilling when you're done. I mean, it's not as easy, yeah. but it is more fulfilling. And, yeah. and it's a new club. I'm looking forward to uh, um, working at a new club. So, yeah, I'll be there. You're on. Yeah, tell, me, tell me how it goes. I ain't got nothing coming up. Uh, you know, same old shit, Twitter, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm probably not doing nothing again for the first of the year. So I'm just kind of milking and writing and, and absorbing some of uh some of the shit I'm going through and all that kind of stuff, so it's all out to the good, though. All right, buddy. Well, uh, let me it's hang always up. good talking to you, friend. Yeah, man. Let me hang up here with. Uh, let me turn this off, and then uh, and then and then we'll finish our conversation. But uh, uh, thanks cool. for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Yep. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tim Gaither podcast. I believe this is episode five, and uh, calling my buddy Justin here in just a second, and. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at GaitherTim. Facebook fan page is Tim Gaither. YouTube.com slash Tim Gaither. And uh, there you go. We're on SoundCloud now also, so uh, download it. Give us good ratings, all that business. And uh, without further ado, I'm going to call my buddy. So hang on one second. We'll get him on the line. <laughs> 